are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer, and glad to have you back. Hey, quickly, this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And also, stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. Uh, so, yeah, happy Wednesday. It's a weird week because we have the Monday off. So, uh, early hump day. So, hopefully, you're getting through the rest of the short week. Uh, the Spurs are well into their off season. So many questions. I think we all know them. Now we're going to start putting them in focus right here on Lockdown Spurs. And we're going to be talking about the good old vet, Patty Mills. You know, he is an unrestricted free agent. And basically, should the Spurs re-sign him or not? Pros, cons, make your case. And who is going to do that? And who's going to help me today is Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter, at Two Shots Podcast. Hey, Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. But you know what I always wanted to do with you on Lockdown Spurs? I always wanted to... I always wanted to say, yo, Joe, like from G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, like old school G.I. Joe. Cool, man. We should have the drop come out. Right, exactly. So uh, first of all, how you been? Uh, how was your three-day weekend? And you're doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. Weekend was great. It was productive. You know, uh, yard work really kicked my butt. I was still yard doing work. that even before we came <laughs> in and started doing this uh, episode of Los, you know? So yeah. Uh, uh, doing yard work in this heat and this and this humidity is is no joke. I think I've lost a couple pounds just in sweat alone. There Jeff. you go, there <laughs> you go. You know, look look at the the bright side to it. Well, let's go ahead and dive right into this, Joe. And look, as I said in the intro, the Spurs have a lot of questions. Whether it be the draft, whether it be um, you know the young guys, uh, who are they going to draft? Any possible free agents and all that money they got. But another um, burning question, if you will, in the offseason, what to do with the veterans? DeMar DeRozan will save for another day. Rudy Gay will save for another day. We'll start off with old man River. Well, he's not really old, but for NBA standards, he's old. Patty Mills, the last link player-wise to the Spurs' glory days. Uh, Joe, you look at his season last year, started off well, it was good until the bitter end where he just hit a wall. Uh, he is an unrestricted free agent. He is a wealth of that Spurs corporate knowledge. Joe? First of all, your overall thoughts on Patty Mills last year, and then, of course, your final answer. Do you want the Spurs to keep him or not, and why or why not? Well, first, let's go ahead and look at some of his stats. You know, last okay. year, 2020-2021, averaged 10.8 points per game. His total rebounds, he was about 1.7 rebounds a game, 2.4 assists, field goal percentage, 41.2. Three, 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 let's say the field goal, three-point shooting percentage, was 37.5%. Free throw percentage, 91%. You know, and if you look at his stats for his career, he was av- he's averaging 8.9 points for his career. And if I look mm-hmm. at his field goal percentage, it's 42.9. And the three-point field goal percentage is 38.8. And the same thing with his free throw uh, percentage, it's 85.8 per his career. Um these aren't that, that that's not that bad you know when you 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 consider he's coming off the bench and he he's filling mm-hmm. a role he's a role player for the San Antonio Spurs in that second unit and when you look and see what him and Rudy Gay uh do when when they're on they really do help the the Spurs bench you know and 
that they really do lead that second unit. They lead the charge mm-hmm. for that second unit. But the thing is, we've seen what Patty has done this season. And while you had even alluded to in another episode of Los, while he said he still had a lot of, you know, a lot left in the tank, he did look a little winded come at the mm-hmm. end of the season. He hit a wall, like you stated, and his stats took a deep dive. You know, so if that's the case, man, I don't know, Jeff. I'm on the fence on this one. While I love me some Patty Mills, mm-hmm. it, it might be time to say goodbye, you know? Yeah, and I hear you, Joe. And look, do you give him and the rest of the league, let alone the Spurs players, the benefit of the doubt last year with a crammed NBA season, the Spurs having one of the worst second half uh, season schedules last year where they were playing almost every other day, back-to-back sprinkled in. Uh, you kind of have to, you know, we know what he said uh, in the in the offseason before last season, if we were going to follow that train of thought with GQ Australia saying, oh, he, you know, his prime days are ahead of him, that he's plenty left in the tank. And although he showed that he still can be that FIBA Patty Mills, they were just too far and few between. Joe's look at how he ended the uh, season. Uh, he only scored uh, twice in double figures in the last five games. A 20-point outing versus the Bucks, 15 points versus Brooklyn, and then he had nine at Memphis, eight versus Phoenix, and six at New York. So, again, you know, not the, the production that you expect out of Patty Mills, especially a guy that we know who can hit the three-point shot, who has that veteran leadership. We'll talk about that later. But, Joe, if you let him go, if you pass on him, do you think the Spurs are letting go on something they desperately need, a guy who can knock down three-point shots? Well, let's be honest. Uh, while he can knock down the three-pointer, the Spurs have been atrocious when it comes to their three-point three field goal shooting percentage, you know, for the season. They they weren't hitting a, a lot of threes, you know, let's let's be honest. Something that is uh, sorely needed with this team. If you go ahead and let go of one Patty Mills and say goodbye and lose him in free agency, you're going to have to fill that role with another veteran. And yet at this point, you're going to have to look for somebody who can actually be consistent and knock down that three. And they might not be so knowledgeable when it comes to running the Spurs offense. And of course the, the idiosyncrasies of coach pop, because let's be honest, he, he, he wants, he expects a lot out of his players. And when you played with them for so long, you kind of know, and and already, you know what he expects from you when you're on the court, you know, because every coach is different. So Mm -hmm. if the Spurs are going to have to fill the role, if they let him go, it's going to have to be somebody who's going to be a good fit. Not only that, but also uh, somebody who can, let's say, pick up that Spurs corporate knowledge fairly quickly. Maybe, 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 just maybe there might be an old vet out there that was once a Spur and could be available again. We we just don't know how things <laughs> will go, but we do need some help and we do need veterans in the mix with the young guys. I don't think that the young core at this point in time is ready to pick up the mantle just yet. Yeah, Joe, whether it be a veteran or a young guy or a rookie in the draft, I don't care who, what level of player. If that guy can knock down three-point shots, you bring him on. And that's the only thing that I'm worried about Patty Mills, if he does depart or the Spurs don't bring him back, is you're losing some sort of semblance of a guy who can knock down a three-point shot because after him it was pretty sparse. You know, maybe Derek White, you know, Lonnie Walker, and Devin Vassell. But uh, the three-point shot simply wasn't falling. We saw that. You know, they were dead last in attempts. I mean, they just weren't taking them. 
And that's where Patty Mills fills in. But the problem is Patty Mills, at least last year, was just so icy hot. You know, one day he's on, one day he's off. One day he's knocking them down, one day he's bricking them. And that's the problem. Now, do I think a, a little bit of rest in this offseason, a full training camp, um, it could do well for him? I think so. But we have we cannot forget that he'll be playing with Team Australia, Joe. So he's going to be coming in, uh, you, know, you know, playing, you know, the Spurs season that just ended. Then having to go to the Olympic Games and, you know, you project that Team Australia is going to have a deep run. They're a pretty stacked team. And then has to come to San Antonio uh, for training camp. So that's something to watch out for if the Spurs decide to retain him. Joe, let's look at some of the other uh, numbers regarding Patty Mills and his impact. The Spurs uh, were 11-3 and last season when he hit four or more three-point shots. Again, you know, the value of that. The Spurs were also 6-1 and when he scored 19 or more points. So, again, when you got yourself FIBA Patty Mills, he's knocking him down. That's pretty good if you're the uh, Spurs. Joe, the uh, Spurs were also looking at a guy who has that corporate knowledge. As you said earlier, he, he's the last player link to the Spurs' golden era. And I think if Pop does stay behind and is the coach next season, we don't know yet, that is something that he's really going to value because – whether it's one veteran, Patty Mills, or two veterans, Rudy Gay, or all three veterans come back. I, I just see if you lose that, Joe, those three guys, I know we're talking about uh, Patty. Joe, what about that locker room? We, we forget about the locker room side of it. We know what, he, what Patty Mills can or cannot do on the X's and O side. But, Joe, are you worried about the locker room taking an impact with the lack of veterans? This episode of Lockdown Spurs is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, joy creates success. Enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game. So it is time to give out the Ultra Player of the Century. But we take a look back at some of the greatest of all time for the Spurs. Got to give it to Tim Duncan, the recently um, inducted Hall of Famer. You know, spoke highly about the team, his experiences with the Spurs and the city of San Antonio. And of course, he's an all-timer. He will go down as arguably the best Spur ever to wear the silver and black. And uh, some of his best moments are from, well, leading the Spurs to five NBA titles, his MVP seasons, to his near quadruple double in the uh, NBA Finals against the Pistons. He is the ultra player of the century. And when you hear the name Tim Duncan, obviously that gives you a lot of joy as to what he has brought to San Antonio. A lot of happy memories during his time in San Antonio. And of course, we all cannot ever forget the enjoyment we got out of seeing uh, Tim Duncan do his thing on the court. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Tim Duncan is the Ultra Player of the Century. Well, if we lose our vets, it's going to be time for someone else to pick up the mantle, and, and there could be a big gaping hole there. You know, we do have DeJounte Murray, who has said that he wants to kind of pick up that mantle and be more of a leader. And if we wind up losing our vets, he's going to have to, you know, step it up and be that vocal leader in, in the locker room and not only in the and, locker and room. And I think he wants to, he's okay with that role. I mean, he's yeah. made it very clear, right? Yeah, he, he's, he seems like he's going to be okay with it, but he's going to have to just be a little bit more vocal in the locker room. And, of course, you know, just be that floor general out there and, you know, just kind of talk to the guys and, and really, you know, voice what his concerns are, putting people in the right positions, you know, calling them out when, they, when they're missing a defensive assignment. And I've seen already, you know, DeJounte kind of do that. So, I mean, somebody's going to have to step up. If we, if we lose our vets, 
And it could be a transitional period. You know, I mean, we could actually look worse without our veterans than we did with them. That's the scary thing, Jeff. Everybody right. wants this young core to step up and they're ready and they're ready now. We don't know that for sure because they haven't had a lot of playing time. And if they get the playing time, while it might be exciting to watch this young team, they have a lot of inexperience still. And that might right. rear its ugly head. And we could actually lose more games than we did this previous season, you know? Yeah, there's there's pros and cons to uh, losing a veteran like Patty Mills. Uh, one con is the obvious. You lose a veteran like Patty Mills and that uh, spurs corporate knowledge that he has. Somebody that the younger guys can rely on. We know time and time again, we've heard, you know, young Spurs say like, oh, it was Patty Mills who took me under his his wing. But at the same time, Joe, you got to cut the training wheels off eventually. You 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 got to tell these young guys, you cannot defer to these, uh, these older guys. They've been there, done that. Now it's your turn to learn. So there's that pro. If the Spurs pass on uh, Mills and let him walk and go to another team, then, yeah, throw the young guys into that fire. Let them learn on their own. Let them be leaders amongst themselves or have somebody emerge as the alpha next season. Joe, are you worried, though, that um, if Mills leaves, that, you know, you're going to see him shine? Look, look at Bryn Forbes. I, I know he has a different role in Milwaukee, different than it was in San Antonio, but you're seeing him shine. Uh, you've seen other former Spurs do pretty well outside of the San Antonio Spurs system, Kyle Anderson with Memphis. Joe, you think that is something that you got to just the Spurs fan base, just the Spurs alone got to be mindful of that. You let him go, and in today's era where three-point shooting is a premium, that, that, that could spell trouble for a for the teams that the Spurs have to play that may have Patty Mills in their, in their uniform. Yeah, it worries me a lot. But here's the thing, though. A lot of these former Spurs that are now just – lighting it up, you know, with the with other teams like Danny, Danny Green, for example, with the 76ers, Bryn Forbes with the Milwaukee Bucks. And then you yeah. have Oban, you know, over there with the yeah. Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and then you have Kawhi, the, the fake number mm-hmm. two, doing his thing with the Clippers, you know, and uh, everybody looks so good when they leave the Spurs system. And I think it, exactly what's going on at this point is we just don't have that plethora of talent like these other teams have. And what happens is Patty Mills has been called on a lot uh, to do other things other than just play his role, because Mm -hmm. look at the supporting cast that we have surrounding him. So when he goes, let's say if he leaves and goes with another team and he's going to flourish there, it's probably because that team is going to have a better uh, supporting cast around Patty Mills. And now he can focus on his role versus here having to do too many things. And you kind of, you know, at times you, you just get exhausted. You get lost in the shuffle. And right. yeah, while we have a while we have a lot of uh, hope here with this young core, they don't get a lot of minutes, like I said, and there's still a lot of inexperience there. So we're kind of in, a, for better or for worse, we're in a rebuilding phase at this point or a re- retooling or reloaded phase, right. you know, and re- at the end of the day, do we know that Patty and Rudy and these vets, do they really want to be a part of this still or? Yeah. Maybe they can go for a chip. Patty's what thirty yeah. two. Spent ten seasons in the NBA. Maybe mm-hmm. he won't go and play for a chip, Jeff. I wouldn't be mad at him if he left. Absolutely not. I think Spurs fans would want to see him succeed elsewhere, especially on a team that has a legit shot at the title. Joe, you look at uh, Patty Mills and what he ranked uh, last year at his position, the guard spot. Uh, he was fifteenth in three point makes. So you know, not bad. You know, but it's not good either. 
guy who's known for making threes. I expected to be a little higher. He was fifth in free throw percentage. That's good. But he was 36, I'm sorry, 17th, excuse me. Yeah, 17th in three-point attempts. So he was getting him up there, but 36 in three-point percentage. But you, he t- the volume that he takes, you know, yeah, it's going to be a little low. Joe, you're looking at a, a, a Patty Mills that is in love. You know, the community loves him. Um, we've seen this side of the Spurs before where they do that whole, you know, the lovey-dovey stuff. You know what I'm talking about. The Yeah. He's a San Antonio guy as, as well as a San Antonio Spurs player. And you think ultimately the community ties that he has, because he's very active in San Antonio. I mean, he goes out about town, especially in Southtown area, you know, he's, he frequents. Do you think that will ultimately make the Spurs like resign him? Or you think the Spurs need to put away those, those feelings aside and get down to business and, and if parting ways with Patty Mills is going to make the team better go for it, you know, personal feelings be damned. At the end of the day, sometimes you got to make those tough decisions. Spurs have made those tough decisions in the past by saying bye-bye, you know, to one George Hill. And, mm-hmm. you know, not only that, but the trade for Sean Elliott at the time, you right. know, we went ahead and traded him to get Dennis Rodman, another mm-hmm. Spurs favorite that they went ahead and decided to pull the trigger on a trade was Malik Rose, you know? So right. at the end of the in day, New York, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, the the Spurs organization is going to have to make that tough call. And right now, I believe that they're at that um, they're at that critical juncture, especially in this offseason. What are they going to do with their vets? What are they going to do about the future for the team? You know, there's a lot of question marks here. And Patty Mills, how does he fit into the equation? You know, while he right. isn't a veteran, you know, he's 32 years old. Uh, he still has some some you know some tread left on him. You know, he's not. Mm-hmm done yet he can still contribute you know how are they going to want to use him moving forward you know are they going to go ahead and want him here with the team but maybe in a reduced role or do they still want him you know to come off the bench but we can expect the same performance again because I mean even though he did you know start the season quite well it's how he finished the season uh that was in question you know because it's a long drawn out season and that you know that schedule at the end of the season Jeff it didn't help anybody on this team. Everybody was just gassed. It was a horrible end to the season. Yeah. You know? It was brutal, you know, and, and COVID played a part in that. It's just been mm-hmm. a, strange, a strange season. And you want to see maybe if they have a full, you know, regular season where we're not so much plagued by the COVID-19 protocols and whatnot, maybe the that his, you know, production would be a little bit better. You know, we don't know that. So a lot of question marks again. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to having him back, but at the same time, if you're gonna want to pass the torch, Jeff, you gotta make the tough decisions and say bye and and let the yeah. younger generation kind of pick up that mantle. I mean, we do have one Devin Vassell who's looked pretty damn good, I gotta say, coming off the bench, you know, uh mm-hmm. in sports. Uh, he shows a lot of promise. So yeah, let's let's see what happens, you know. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever with nine delicious flavors and the occasional limited time flavor. You can't go wrong without, uh, well, not going to thebuiltbar.com. Look, they got coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, mint brownie. The list goes on and on. There's something for everyone. And if you cannot decide which flavor you want, don't worry about it. Built Bar has you covered with a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Now, most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. 
Don't waste any time. Go to billboard.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15. Get yourself 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at billboard.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is a full swing, so you can track all the action over at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, info, just basically everything you need for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the run to the playoffs. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Absolutely, yeah. That that last month uh, of April for Patty Mills was not good. Played 18 games. I'm sorry, 15 games. Excuse me. Averaged 7.3 points per. That was his lowest scoring month the entire season. His best was the month of January with 14.3 points per game. So he came on strong. Look, look at this: December, 14 points per game. January, he averaged 14.3, and then at that point, you started to see the decline. February 11, March 11, then the drastic drop-off in April at 7.3, as we uh, spoke about. And you saw it just in his um, three-point percentage. You know, that that month of April was his worst 31%. His best actually was the month of March. Uh, He shot nearly 40% from the three-point line. He was taking about three a game, so there's that. But, yeah, Joe, what about this, you know, before we transition, though? What about being bubble patty? Remember last year in Orlando, or a couple of years ago now, in the bubble in Orlando, he really took a dramatic role, as, and it almost was like a de facto assistant coach, and only, you know, maybe would have played in spot minutes if Pop allowed him to, but he didn't. Joe, what about that type of role, kind of a player coach? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, but if he feels like he can still play, who are we to tell him any different? You know, if with right. the at the juncture that he's in right now, I, I believe that he can. He still feels that he can play and he can be productive out there on the court. While I'm sure that while he gets to the end of his career, he might be thinking about, you know, what he's going to do afterwards. I, I would say that the Spurs would welcome one Patty Mills with open arms if he wanted to join the coaching staff, you know. And by that time, it might not be with Coach Pop. It might be with the new uh, San Antonio Spurs head coach who, for all intents and purposes, might be one Becky Hammond. You know, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But I mean, I, I like that. I kind of like that role for him, being that uh, player coach. You know, I think uh, mm-hmm. the respect of of all the players here uh, on the San Antonio Spurs squad. Absolutely, and uh, look, I think it's not bad if he comes back, and I don't think it's not bad if he leaves. We know the pros and cons. If he comes back, I, he will have to really one take a a, a nice team friendly deal. Because the Spurs, you know, maybe want to use that money for uh, younger, you know, players. They want to waste a good chunk of that on a veteran. And I also think, too, he's going to have to really embrace that mentor role times 100 next year. And I also think, too, he'll likely save the Spurs' butt on a couple of games next year as well. And you're going to see Spurs fan base. See, we kept Patty. Look at Patty. You know, good thing we brought him back. You're going to hear all that. And the war, the Civil War is going to break out, Joe, on social media about that topic next year. But – all in all, yeah, I think if you're going to bring Patty back, team-friendly deal, embraces the mentor role larger, 
give some of those minutes you normally would have get maybe to your Trey Jones, your Devin Vassells, uh, whoever they draft in the in the upcoming NBA draft, and then let Patty Mills kind of be that steady force on the court if they're kind of wobbling or they're not, you know, they just need a good spark or somebody just to guide them, and then they throw them in there. But I also lean to the young kids, they got to cut off the training wheels, Joe. It's got to happen sometime. Might as well do it now. Joe, what about you? You want to see Patty Mills back or nah? Well, let's go ahead and end it like this. He's the fifth best paid player for the San Antonio Spurs for the 2020-2021 season. He's making $13,535,714. Ouch. You know, to, to be able to, you know, produce what he's doing as far as a backup player goes for that second unit. At this point, you know, if it's a business decision, you're going to have to look at other options, especially if you're going to want to bring him back. He's going to have to come back on a team-friendly deal. And not mm. only that, but you're going to also have to look to see what you're going to do with this supporting cast that's surrounding these younger players. While you do need veterans, you also need role players that can, for one, be consistent and knock down the three, you know, and that's one of the needs that the Spurs are going to have to look at in the offseason. So at this juncture, while I love me some Patty Mills, Jeff, I think it's time for the Spurs and Patty to part ways. I say that with a heavy heart because I love Patty Mills. I would like to see him retire as a San Antonio Spur. So while he might not finish his career here, he can always do the Tony Parker where they bring him back for one day and let him retire as a San Antonio Spur. <laughs> Maybe one day, you know, they, they can have a little uh, fanfare for him, you know, a little send-off video, you know, put a video out there for him. But right. I, I think the time has come, Jeff. I'm, I'm sorry, man, but I'm going to be honest with you. Absolutely, yeah. And I, and I don't think any uh, the Spurs fans would disagree with you uh, for the most part as to why you think Patty Mills should uh, pack his bags. Joe said it, not me, everybody. Just kidding. Uh, we're <laughs> talking with uh, Joe Garcia. He is with Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast right now. Joe, a little fun with you and catch you up on a, a very important Spurs news and notes item that touches not only our Spurs fandom, but our nerd fandom as well. Did you see the new David Robinson Team USA Funko Pop? And are you going to get it? I did see it and I thought it was quite uh quite well done i i will wind up getting one of these i did buy the the blue Be beetle funko pop the dealo yeah. muertos version that's going to be coming out in september so i already pre-ordered that one so yet here's another funko pop that i'm going to be adding <laughs> uh, to my repertoire here you know i'm sure you have a, a big mighty collection too jeff oh yes i, I need a, a parse it down already but yeah for those of you who do not know uh funko pop uh, have released uh images of the figure of what 5-0 is going to look like in funko form and he's in his team usa jersey white his number five usa jersey uh he has the mustache as Robinson did although i wish they made him hulk out a little bit or lean him up i think that would have been a fun uh tip to him and his physique back in his playing days. Uh, he's in a kind of a dribbling pose and it will be a target exclusive. Just letting everybody know there. So don't, you got to go to target to get him or get it online. Uh, but he also joins Joe, uh, George Gervin. Gervin got Funko popped. I got my uh, figure already. It's pretty sweet. Those OG uniforms and a Funko pop look good, Joe. Have you gotten the Iceman pop yet? I have not gotten that one yet. I'm still on the hunt for it, but you know, if it's going to be a Target exclusive, are we going to have to fight the the card collectors 
Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's it's getting Probably. bad out here. Probably, yeah, yeah, it's really bad. But yeah, the uh, this is actually what I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody will correct me, but I think this is the, only the third Spurs pop ever made. The first was Kawhi Leonard, and then George Gervin, and then now Robinson. But Robinson in his Team USA jersey, does that still count, Joe, as a Spur, even though he's in his yeah, Team USA uniform? Of course, of course it does. He's he was a spur when he was playing with Team USA, even though he was playing for the United States, you know. So, of course, it still counts, man. It's a great collectible to have, by the way. So I'm yeah. sure it's going to sell out quickly and then we'll see it being resold on eBay for, oh, for a hefty markup. You know how, how it goes. They this always is the way. do that. That, <laughs> that is the way. As the Mandalorian says, this is the way. All right, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the future of Patty Mills? You want him to stay? You want him to go? And what are your reasons why? Also tell us about the Funko Pop. If you are a collector, will you be getting David Robinson's Team USA Funko? Let us know. Joe, how can they talk to you about Funko or T- Patty Mills? Oh, they can talk to me on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out. T-W-O, Two Shots Podcast. And that's on Twitter is where I'm most active. You know, I'm kind of taking a little break right now because, you know, in this offseason, I got to start doing some of the yard work. Got to start giving some love Ooh, to the house that I, neglect, that I neglect while I'm covering the San Antonio Spurs. So I'm hitting the off season hard. Uh, so I'm kind of sporadic right now, but I'm going to be coming back probably in another week or so. And, you know, kind of getting into the grind of things again. Absolutely. Follow Joe on Twitter right now. Pick on him that he has to do yard work. I don't, Joe. <laughs> I live in an apartment, so I don't, I don't know what that I wish is. I lived in an apartment. <laughs> I agree about that. <laughs> As for me, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. And if you are just uh, needing something uh, outside of the San Antonio Spurs, but you also want to keep in tabs on what's going on uh, with the rest of the NBA, well, today on the road to the NBA Finals, our playoff or finals coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more. This, So to make sure to follow all the Locked On NBA uh, coverage, if your team is in the playoffs, on our road to the finals, our Locked On NBA playoff, playoff coverage, excuse me, brought to you by Michelob Ultra. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Locked On Spurs.